Yeah, I would have been like, oh, you know, and then I would have done what every decent guy would do, which J-O. would be J-O. would be <laughs> bad mouth her to people and say I got further than I did. <laughs> that hussy. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet day, it is a beautiful day. I've got the sky under my feet now. Sweet day, it is a beautiful day. I've got the sky under my feet now. I think Estelle Getty's looking pretty good on that shirt, to be honest with you. Yeah, she's in the spank bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then he does, nobody gets offended by what Jonah says. I've never seen anybody be like, that Jonah said something to yet, me. Yet drunk Jonah should be full of regret. <laughs> He's got no regrets. No rag rats. So, <laughs> Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> What do we do? He's talking to these microphones. We talk and we, we and, and make fun of shit and occasionally say something witty. Is that how this works? Occasionally. I mean, if something witty comes to it. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. And sometimes, why? I don't know. Jonah. Jonah, Jonah couldn't come out today. I don't think the wife wants him to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just manages to embarrass himself every time he's on. So so we didn't even get into the whole fact that he pissed himself a couple months, or at least a month and a half ago. So Tell, me about, tell me about this pissing yourself thing. Um, well, uh, recently, um, second week in November, we had the uh, Sigma Delta 45th anniversary. And I think I texted you about this way back when, but it was a night of a lot of drinking. Yes. Some people were... Um, sharing edibles and i had never done an edible before and i i was late to the game on and getting some of like gummy bear or some shit like that but you know either way i didn't have any however a few of our good friends did have some i don't know if jonah was in that uh that group or not i don't think he was but that didn't stop jonah from being jonah and he decided to you know drink the evening away in his typical fashion so yeah, I don't know how he still does that. Well, the, and, it, and doesn't feel like complete crap the next day. Jonah gets whether a, physically or emotionally and mentally for the things he did. I don't think I don't. Maybe it's just not uh, the group in general. But Jonah gets mean to me when he gets drunk. He'll start making fun of me a little bit more than usual, and uh, he'll just he'll just rip he'll rip away. Some of it's pretty goddamn funny too. I, I can't recall any of the insults, but <laughs> it just is like, it funny because it only comes out in like. He'll connected slurs. syllables like, hey, yeah. 
And, and then, like, all the other drunk people will laugh, and I'll be, you know, just shit on for, like, an hour. But So it's best to be drunk so that you find him funny? <laughs> Usually. But uh, apparently, somewhere in the 2 a.m. region of the night, I was still up. I, I stayed up with Brendan until about 4 in the morning. I haven't done that shit since college. You know, you stay up god-awful late. You know, we were just... Walking around. I'm more likely to get up at 2 a.m. than be up till 2 (laughs) a.m. This guy, um, I hadn't seen him in at least an hour of time. And uh, we went to the the same room that him and Aaron and uh, Brennan and Sarah were staying in. And me and Brennan walk in. And Jonah had attempted to make it to some sort of bed. But he didn't get past the bathroom door. And he was just on the carpet, face-planted. Uh, he looked like he had fallen off a building. You yeah. know, if that would be like a chalk outline of right, him, you right. know. Uh, and hi, pup. L- Luke's here, and uh, the dog, of course, has to impress Luke with her fetching abilities. I am, and... I am impressed. <laughs> you did good, honey. You did good. Um, and he pissed on the carpet, okay. and then decided to lay on top of the piss or something along those lines. That's what Brennan claims. Okay, when where was Aaron? Aaron, did Aaron, is this one oh, of those Aaron, moments where Aaron, Aaron just Aaron, gives up on him? And no, no, Aaron was even worse. Worse oh. for wear. Oh, good. Yeah, Aaron was done. Yeah. Yeah, there there was a, Aaron had a great night. I chose, I chose not to attend this event. <laughs> Sarah was even worse than Aaron. Oh, wow. And me and Brennan were you somewhat and Brennan were sober. the sober ones. Yeah, how about That's that? That's not... <laughs> That's not good at all. Considering I down maybe half a bottle of whiskey, that that says a lot, you know. Pacing people, it's marathon training. Um, so yeah, so Jonah claims he did not uh, piss on the floor uh, and lay in it. Brendan says he does. So he's not here to defend himself. So I'm just going to assume it's fucking true. So uh, you pissed yourself, bud. Just get over it. Just get over it. He was pleading with us that he didn't do it. Uh, probably like a month ago. Like he would know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like he was coherent enough. My freshman year in college, I uh, <clears throat> my first week, I had a roommate that I didn't know. I met him once before school. Um, you know, another wrestler, mm-hmm. and uh, he walked in on me about day four, uh, peeing in the middle of our dorm room floor. <laughs> and I guess for some reason, as I, I thought under- you said you were in mid JO. No, no. <laughs> my I guess my response was, Shh, they might come back. <laughs> So apparently I thought I was peeing on someone else's floor and thought it was hilarious. Uh, yeah. I I think I might have told this story before. I got really shit-faced at one of the Turbo Cup events. Uh, I got home. People drove me home. And I rarely ever get drunk to the point where I don't remember anything. Yeah. But um, apparently I decided to... Uh, wake up at one point, and it was like 7 p.m., because I was passed out by 3 or 4 o'clock. I walk out into the living room. Oh, nice shirt. Uh, I walk out into the living room, and this is what Allison tells me. I go to the back door while I'm wearing nothing but a towel, and I proceed to take off my towel and start walking outside, and she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm taking a shower. Oh. Yeah. So that's a thing that happened. I see. Junk flapping in the wind. <laughs> see, I, I, I get, at this point, I get essentially what can be considered a hangover after probably two, three beers. You're a wine drinker now, right? Um, or just, uh, in even, ge- just in general. Okay. Two, three drinks, and I'm going to get some sort of like headache, hangover, tired. 
And part of it's because I don't sleep well when I drink. I get very dehydrated. I'll fall asleep easy, and then I wake up in the I middle of the night. And I also get <clears throat> the loose tongue. Oh, and no. I know I do. And even though I don't do it every time, even if I have a night. Like, the last time I drank, I had a few beers. I was very laid back. Like, I didn't get in, like, where I start barking. Like, I w- it was in Vegas when I was sitting around barking at and Andrew about fixing that. We Andrew's were in life. Vegas. That was yeah. great. Fixing Andrew's life for him. Um, <laughs> he needed some fixing. But I, that's what I do. I get, I get talking, and I start talking, and I'm sure. throwing out the one-liners, and I piss people off and whatnot. And so even if I don't do that, I start to wonder the next day, well, did I say anything that was stupid? Did I say anything that was going to upset somebody? Uh, I, that I, I've done that You before. know what I mean? I know exactly so, what you mean. Like, what did I and, do? But that happens every time, even if I don't drink a lot. And so I'm finding that I don't it, – it's – the regret and the the feeling after is not as, which makes Jonah uh, an enigma. Because <laughs> Jonah can say what he wants to people. Because well, and then he nobody gets offended by what Jonah says. I've never seen anybody be like that. Jonah said something to yet, me. Yet drunk Jonah should be full of regret. <laughs> He's got no regrets, no it's, rag rats. So <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> Not even, not even one. Not even one. No, he's got that dude. He's a, he's an enigma. That's the best. That's the best way to say. It. I I was at the 35th anniversary for Sigma. This is, I remember this like it was fucking yesterday. And I uh, Shane was with his girlfriend at the time, who he's not with anymore. But um, really nice girl. Mm-hmm. And I walk up to him and his girlfriend while they're having a conversation. I put my arm around Shane. I'm like, what are you doing with this fucking loser? You right. know, and I point to Shane. I'm like, this son of a bitch don't deserve you. You Costanza <laughs> them. <laughs> I laughed. Yeah. He was pissed at me for like sure. a month. Didn't say a word. And I was you like. You Costanza them. I was like, dude, th- it's me. I've you said can that do to a your- lot better than him. <laughs> I gotta find that soundbite. I remember that episode. <laughs> it was with Carrie Eulis. I can't believe he was that mad. Well, but because you you know my because if if I if I would have said it like, hey, you can do a lot better than him. He's terrible. Can you I know? can I have a talk with you yeah. for a second? <laughs> Shane, stay here. I'm not even doing like like my Italian. Oh, he's terrible. Hey, oh, ah, oh, you know, you don't know what's going on. You don't know if they're having a fight. You don't know. Sure, if sure. You know, I just I dived mean, in. I, I I wrote a sincere apology to him. An online like letter, like, "Hey, man, dude, I didn't mean any disrespect." I say things. I said something online uh, a few months back um, to somebody I'm, I'm Facebook friends with, but don't know real well. And uh, right as I, I posted it, and it was, and obviously I was joking, sure. Um, but right as I posted, it, I said, "You know, mm, I wonder if this is gonna. I wonder if he. No, he knows me. He knows I'm a freaking goof. Yeah, he knows me. Hey. Yeah. And uh, he was pissed." And I, mean, take I told him, and I said, I said, uh, you know, I, obviously, if I'd known, I wouldn't have said anything. And I just, I was just thinking I was being funny. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, maybe he overreacted a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, but I still, yeah, I didn't, I did. When you do, when you post something to be funny and it upsets somebody, it's kind of like, oh, shit, I was just trying to be funny. You know, and you yeah, feel I'm, bad. And you say, oh, I don't, I don't. Oh, dude, it. that's the worst landmine nowadays with fucking facebook lately I, I i don't know if you've noticed my post it's comic strips basically I, whatever now. whatever f- lands on my freaking news feed did, I, you, did you give up on posting anything remotely political at this point um i you know the only thing that you i guess could be semi-political is i i get i get on the fringes and mm. just find like little absurd things that that um bother me 
Yeah, that, and we'll so I don't, I don't, later. I don't get into, I don't get into Trump. I get into the fact that you know the third article that I'm looking on my news thing, like the top, one of the top three articles is like Trump uh, selfie. Or something like that. You know, and I'm like, yeah. so I'll talk about shit like that and be like, really, is this this is what we've come to is that yeah. we're now we're now criticizing the president's oh, selfies. People criticizing his golf play. Yeah. And he's like, OK, they did that to Obama for eight years. Now they're doing it to Trump. So, they did I it mean, to like, Bush. They did it to Bush because he was doing an interview and said something, uh, you know, and he it, they asked him a serious question while he was on the tee. I remember. And he it. answered yeah. and then said, now I want you to watch this shot. And I they, they acted. So damn funny. But they acted like, like he, oh, how could he make life? What's he supposed to do, walk off the golf course? He's trying no, to change gears. If, into, if I recall, he was talking about somebody who had just died. And no, he, no. In a, I forget what Bush's was, but it was something about the war. I'm distressed to hear about the latest suicide bombers in uh, uh, in Israel. Um, for those who yearn for peace in the Middle East, for those in the Arab lands, for those in Europe, for those all around the world who yearn for peace, we must do everything we possibly can to stop the terror. There are a few killers who want to stop the peace process that we have started. And we must not let them. For the sake of humanity, for the sake of the Palestinians who suffer, for the sake of the Israelis who are under attack, we must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. All right. Well, all I'm saying is maybe maybe we just lay off the golfing. Just don't report it anymore because the president's going to golf. Yeah, I mean they yeah. they do. I mean they have they do things for I fun. Don't, I don't know one person, regardless of what political bend you have, that likes to see the president fucking golf because everyone here is like, oh, I'm not on vacation. Fuck you. Get back to work. You know that doesn't make a yeah. difference. When Obama's golfing, I'm like, no, 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 no. Go back. Go back to the White House. Trump's doing it. I'm saying the same damn thing. I don't, I don't like it. I don't really. But care. I'm not gonna like write a dissertation and about how he's wasting taxpayer dollars. Yeah, we get it. You know, it, everyone sees everything if they, unless they're working. I mean, does every <laughs> government official constantly work twenty four seven? Hey, hey, you man it's, who delivers my mail. It's just wasted Where? breath at this. Well, point. How dare you have a barbecue? It's wasted breath. But let's get an important shit, man. Did you see Star Wars yet? No. Did yeah, you? God damn it! I I did see it. I was gonna. I'll I'll rant about it on a. On a side podcast or something. Are you going to be one of those people that, because everyone either loves it or you got the ones that are like, get stupid. You should see the fucking podcast peep board of them going back and forth about the the haters and the people that love it. And I got to tell you, there's definitely parts of the movie that I don't like flat out. And then there's parts that I absolutely love. I heard it was great. Most of the people I talked to said that was a great movie. You'll enjoy it. You'll like it because... For the most part, it's not like a rehash of any other Star Wars. Right. It's new stuff, and I will bet that you'd be like, "Huh, oh, I did not see that coming. I did not see that. And that's all you take. Surprise me. Surprise me with a movie. At, if, if, if it's almost a believable uh, surprise and it happens in a certain way, you're like, At this oh, okay. point, I want to care about the characters. Yeah. I want some good action. I want a twist or two. 
It had all those things. That's all I want. It had all I, those I, things. Because when they, when they remade those, or not remade, but when they made those three prequels, the Garbage. first one specifically was absolute. The movie itself was so bad. I could watch a lightsaber fight over and over, but I mean, that's but like it was saying, so bad. Yeah. Like the only thing I liked was Darth Maul. Yeah, and he, then they killed him, and I'm like, <laughs> um, but it was just so bad, and I'm like, man, this is this is horrid, and that little kid was terrible, and I, you know what, I honestly think I think Star Wars fans hate Star Wars because everything I see on the internet are like these guys that are huge Star Wars geeks, like this game follows the character right, yeah. structure of what I'm respecting. You know, like, yeah, they, yeah, they twisted it just enough. Here, here's the thing, right? You, you've watched Star Trek before, you've seen it. You, I, yeah, very. all right. So this is how like this is how fickle a Star Wars fan is. Like, you can believe in space wizards and lightsabers and the Force. But the second if they try to put, like, um, a transporter into Star Wars, people would have, like, raised holy hell. They're like, that's bullshit. That's Star Trek nonsense. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you can, Star you, Trek's got the, the market cornered on yeah. certain technologies <laughs> that they made up. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you put that in there, it just automatically makes people want to riot. Like, you put something new in that I did not expect. Therefore, it is no longer good. And that's I, when I went with the uh, – when I, I, I forget what I went to see a movie with Stephen Mark, Michael Bart, a serial killer. <laughs> Haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they had the uh, they had the uh, uh, pre, uh, previews for the first Sherlock Holmes. So you, you know, if I mentioned this on the and Rocky he was podcast. like, and I'm I'm watching, I'm like, oh, that looks that looks like a fun movie to see. You know, I'm like sitting there going, oh yeah, he's you know he's witty and there's action and it looks like a good. And I look at Stevie shaking his head. He's like, Sherlock Holmes is not a comedian. This isn't supposed to be fun. And I'm like, dude, just relax. Enjoy the enjoy the movie. So speaking of Stephen Michael Bard, a serial killer, um, yes. he just did a uh, episode of the new um, podcast that we're airing, Kenny's podcast called Intoxic Comics, and it's who's Kenny? Kenny Cornfine. Oh, husband of Summer Cornfine. Congratulations on your new baby. Um, yeah, he's he's got a, a series, and I know maybe you read comics when you were younger. No, no nothing. Nope. Maybe cartoons that you've watched. I watched cartoons. See, sure. Now this 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 could probably breach the gap because Kenny, what he does, the Intoxic Comics, and this is not going to fit with you. Never mind because they drink. So what it is is you have to explain to Kenny something something that you're enjoyed. So Stephen Michael Barta decided he was going to talk about uh, Iron Man story, but the entire time we're doing the Iron Man story, he's taking a shot almost every few minutes. Which, okay. is, which is great to hear Steve deteriorate in the show. It was fantastic. <laughs> and, he, and he held his own. I will give him that. By the end of it, he's slurring a little bit, but he manages to stay on, on point and figure out the rest of the story. So great show, guys. Um, I will yeah, definitely I would be, be ta- on I would be talking about, like, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Just, yeah, or, the, or like, the Super Friends. That's perfect. I'd be like, Solomon Grundy, not like Super Friends. We don't join the Super Friends. That movie, uh, Justice League, came out. All this shit happened since we last recorded. That came out. I just wanted your take on this because uh, let's talk box office budgets. Say you're the uh, Time Warner executive in charge of these DC movies that keep coming out. So Wonder Woman was a big hit. Sure. This Justice League movie comes out. They have it on uh, the box office mojo site, which calculates the earnings for the movie. It made $675 million. Okay. The movie had a budget of $300 million before marketing. And they're estimating 180 million for marketing. So okay. you're, you're, let's just say 500 million dollars okay. to make this movie. Okay, so they made 175 million. Profit. 175 million in profit, which is uh, 
about as low of an expectation without the movie being a bomb you could possibly get for Time Warner. Okay. Because the amount they're expecting to get is right around 1.5 billion. They want Avengers numbers, okay? okay? And they're not getting any of that. Okay. So, you've had basically what you consider four movies that have basically broke even. I guess Suicide Squad made a little bit of money. Yeah, Wonder Woman did good. 75 million is breaking even. Yeah, to them because then you got to <laughs> It reminds me of the how sad is that? How the, sad is that? Of the asteroid that was a near miss <laughs> to Earth, and it was four point two million light years away. Hey, you're saying there's a chance. Hey, right. I, four point two million light years. But I mean, when you really have to look at these tentpole movies, how much they really invest in them to keep doing this for that uh, amount of return? Do you keep making these movies? Is it going the way of the Western? Hundred seventy-five million. It's not enough to. Keep the actors on board to keep the same cast, like any of that shit. Like, I, I they're all the rewrites. They never calculated that. They had two directors for this movie and shit. So well, stop! You get to get it right the first time. I don't know. how Stop they bringing do it. these freaking goofs on that they. I mean, I do. You, I, I I say stop it. Just do do the, do what you did with Christopher Nolan. Make a Batman movie and don't have it connect to a billion different movies. Like they're trying so hard. To have these uh, these shared universes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they they... want to every, every movie touch, and they just did that. What's that shitty movie that with Tom Cruise, The Mummy, that came out? Yeah. And it bombed so bad, but they like before the movie even started, it said the Dark Universe because they were going to do The Mummy and Bride of Frankenstein and all this other bullshit, and they were going to make them connect somehow. Okay. Because everyone wants that to be well, the big thing. There's very few original ideas anymore, and the only way you can have originality at this point is to seep over into other people's stuff i yeah. think so but you gotta don't you think you have to let it happen organically rather than like plot out 15 movies in a row i mean it doesn't always happen organically yeah. like i saw the uh something on facebook they were like uh 15 15 points where uh uh star wars was awesome at foreshadowing and they showed okay. Uh, the one with uh, little Anakin Skywalker when he was a kid in the first, in the, uh, I guess would be the f- number the, one. The Phantom the f- Menace, episode Phantom one. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Okay, and they show his shadow, and it's Darth Vader is the shadow. But that was a poster. like. But they said that was great uh, foreshadowing. It was a, and I went, <laughs> but it was made It was made after. But that, so that, you're not foreshadowing. That actually wasn't in the movie. It was Foreshad- just a poster. Foreshadowing means you're predicting something that hasn't happened yet. Yes. But we've already seen it happen. So you're not foreshadowing. That's not brilliant, okay? <laughs> I think it's a nice poster, but it's, it's not. But it's, it's not foreshadowing. It's not brilliant. No, okay. It's oh, a neat genius. Uh, hey, let's give him a Darth Vader shadow. This, this, and then people down the road will see, look back, and say, "Oh my God, they knew that." No, they knew then yeah, because he was they, already Darth Vader. They really wanted to foreshadow. They would turn that shadow into like that bad actor who played Anakin in the next two movies. What's his <laughs> face? <laughs> <laughs> if you think this is shitty, wait till you see in episode two. Yeah, three. I don't know how these people get Hayden cast. Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Well, I will give that guy credit uh, because he is now going to the Star Wars conventions and shit because he ban- he he barred himself from going because of all the ridicule. Yeah, because he's a, he's just not a good actor. I mean, he was put in a role that you could not possibly expect to live up to, and he took a lot of shit. But now he's embracing the fact that. There's a bunch of kids out there that grew up with those prequels, and those are their Star Wars movies. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. That's what they grew up with. They remember him as Anakin when they were eight, so they didn't see the shitty acting. They just saw the cool dude with the lightsaber and the terrible rat tail, and they're just like, oh, you're my friend. You know. 
I was I could, taking selfies with I him. I could have played that part. You would have done better. I know. You would have done better. I know. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here everything is soft. And smooth. Do you remember that at all? No. <laughs> no. These are those three movies I saw once and never went back. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Star Wars, I got one story because we're going off format today because uh, it's just like old school. You're going to get a disease. Uh, are we normally formatted? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. We have some subjects and a Dr. Luke here and there and whatnot. Oh, but, Dr. Luke. Hang on. Uh, do you know... I forget about Dr. Luke. ...who... Um, Cornelius Evazan is. Cornelius Evazan? E-V-A-Z-A-N. No. He's a Star Wars character, oh, Luke. right. He's a Star Wars character. Maybe this will help. I'm showing him a picture. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't like you either. <laughs> the guy from the Mos Eisley Cantina. My friend doesn't like you. I don't, I don't like you like either. You'll <laughs> uh, be dead. His real name is Alfie Curtis, and unfortunately Alfie Curtis just died today. So the article header is uh, rest in peace to Alfie Curtis who played most Isley Cantina's most dangerous drunk. So <laughs> all right. <laughs> Alfie, man. Uh, I hope you're up in that bar in the sky. That cantina in the sky <laughs> getting your arm cut off. Apparently he was like a famous British actor and <laughs> that's what you're going to be remembered for. You have forever. to be a famous British actor if your parents name you Alfie. Alfie. Um that's all I got for Star Wars, but uh, what did you do for Christmas, man? Um, Christmas Eve, went to my sister's, and Christmas Day, went to my brother's. You don't uh, sound we so enthusiastic by, about it. We well, we went by Amy's mom's uh, first, because uh, my brother was bringing his dog, who doesn't get along with other dogs, we couldn't bring our dog, so we left the yeah. dogs at Amy's mom. And her stepdad, and we I told him how to deal with Otis. Okay. Uh, Take him out, help what him to, up with you, the hips. What, yeah, what you got to do and where to, where to grab him, where not to sure. grab him. Well, he, you know, I, I think part of it was Otis was dealing with the snow, and part of it was he's with people he doesn't know real well. And part of it was he grabbed him in a spot he so you don't grab him, and Otis snapped oh, on his hand on the glove. Shit. He had a glove on, but he, when he pulled his hand away, it tore the skin. So that was extremely stressful having to deal with that. And he was, you know, it's fine. And they're like, it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, did they call you right away or did you find out? No, they didn't want to tell us. Um, but Amy's brother called me and I missed the call. And then finally she called Amy, her mom and told her. And, um, uh, it's, I'm, that's the only yeah, defense the other stuff was the fine. Got, and I man. had to go, you know, and he gets, it's, uh, three days ago, uh, he fell between the hot tub and the stoop. Oh, Jesus. On his back. I know exactly what you're talking tucked about. Tucked in there. Couldn't get out. I was at work, and this was Friday morning. How did he get outside? Was he Amy? was outside. Amy, uh, Amy, Amy called out. me. Otis is stuck. I can't get him out. He's on it. I get home. He's on his flat on his back. I called my neighbor to go over so Amy wouldn't be alone. And I had to take a hammer and break the bricks. 
to get him out. Um, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I am... Uh, faced with the fact that my dog is... is Deteriorating. De- deteriorating. Yeah. Um, and he's been deteriorating, but it's getting close to the point. I, and... Uh, Havana's not getting up the way she used to. We have to pick up her hips. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we're not going and through nearly as intense I, I, as you right now. He's so. healthy otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's got Cushing's, but he's medicated. The point is, he is... If his hips were working, he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I may have to put a dog down because his hips aren't working so good. Uh, you know, and I, I think what bothers me is I can't, I can't explain it to him. You sure, know, sure. a person you can say, they can understand, Hey, you're terminal. You know, we're not going to, we're going to take you off light, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, you know, I mean, this is a dog that trusts me. Sure. I, you know, I'm God to him. Follows me around. You know, anywhere I go, he tries to go. I guess you're God to Jonah, too, then, sort of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but Otis doesn't know any better. Well, neither does Jonah. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I may have to put him down. And I may... And it's it's coming That's to rough, that... Dude. And the thing is, is I'm getting... Like, people talk to me like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like, uh, you know, you better consider. And I kind of look at him like, "Well, you fucking, you, I live with the dog. Yeah. You think I don't know? You know, I'd like to spend instead of sitting here talking about how bad he's doing. I like to freaking I tell I tell him, oh, you're so strong, buddy, getting up on your own. Oh, you know, going up the stairs. I gotta freaking walk him up the stairs. Mm. Um, and people, people, people don't realize that for the last three years I've been dealing with this. Yeah. Um. And this is a dog that, you know, he was a street dog. You know, he was my my dog. He he, one hundred percent your yeah, pup, man. Moved across the country with me, sat with me through my divorce. I mean, yeah. literally sat there next to me, and just like would look at me. Um, you know, he walked down the aisle of my wedding. Yeah, he was in a play. You know, this is not a normal, you know, I mean, people know Otis. Hey, dude, anybody's a pet lover, pet's family, you know. You do yeah. anything for your oh. pet. It's rough to, you know, even contemplate it because you know it's a ticking time bomb to depression no matter what you do. Yep. And, I mean, like, Ellie loves Havana. Yeah. To a degree, that's her That's her sibling, basically. You right. You know what I'm saying? That's... Yeah. She crawls in the bed with the dog, hugs the dog. The dog and her are just basically peas in a pod. And I know once I started lifting those hips up because she's having problems getting up the stairs outside and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I'm like, this is the beginning of mm-hmm. a very, very sad period. Yep. Not just for me, because that dog loves me probably more than the other two in the house, but that little girl <laughs> is going to go. No, she yeah. like she waits by the door like Dino, like seriously. Yeah. Tail wagging. She doesn't do that for Allison. She doesn't do it for her. She just waits for me. So sure, it's yeah, dude. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I mean, how do you how do you know when it's time? Is probably the worst question of all. Well, I I tell Amy that uh, really cheery Christmas episode, guys. Yeah, I I I look into his eyes 
I said, and there will be a point where there's no life in his eyes. Yeah. Um, but when he looks at me and he looks at me like, you know, I'm excited, I'm happy, or I see him playing with Lloyd, or I see him, you know, wet, getting up to greet me when I come home and being like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm yeah. happy to see. Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, she, she'll say, oh, he sleeps a lot. Well, fuck, he's, he's going to be 15. Yeah. All old people sleep a lot, yep. you know, I and mean, I'm not worried about, you know, I, it, I, there'll be a point where I know, I think, and it's going to kill me. It's going to kill me. Yeah. I wish, I wish to, I pray to God that he just goes to sleep one night and doesn't wake up. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I hope you don't have to go through that, that process. I've been through that process before. It's, it's not fun. I mean. Yeah. There's not much. Well, we went through it with Amy's dog. Oh, did you really? Yeah, she had to put Sedona down, but it was very, it was very obvious that she was done. The quality of life is just gone. It just, but it was like a big drop off very quick, and she knew. Yeah, you know, dealing with this stuff around the holidays, regardless if it's a pet or it's family and stuff like that, you know, it just kind of makes you appreciate stuff a little bit more. I mean. I was drawing comics and everything uh, because Allie's grandma was really upset during Christmas because obviously we're all there and the family's there, but grandpa just passed away. Right. You know, and you know, what I like to think of is that people, even pets, they they bring people together, even if it's like there's nothing in common. It's like even if you're sitting with somebody across uh, the couch from you and you don't have anything to say, you both can pet the dog, you know, like, sure. yeah, here's a cute puppy, you know, that yeah. kind of shit. And it's the same with I'm not calling grandma dog, but I'm just saying like everyone in the room is there because they're connected. She to. is there. She's the connecting tissue for everybody in that room, regardless of, you know, their boyfriend or girlfriend or just cousin or just a friend or the priest that comes over and all that kind of stuff. It's, sure. And it's they're there for her. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's sad to see the quality of life go down. But at the same time, you know, you can only hope to be that connective tissue down the road. For your other people one day, you know? Yeah. And that's, I, you know, Otis is that. He's got that going for him, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, I think he's a unique dog. I mean, everybody thinks their dog is this, that, and the other sure. thing. But he's... My dog is stupid as a bag of rocks, but I love her. <laughs> he just has been, you know, and maybe it's the way I present him to people. You know, my goofy personality and... And he drops a fucking shitty, shitty fart. Like, yeah, he no, can fire. He, he can clear a room. <laughs> Um, at the same time, you know, three years ago he was on a stage. Yep. And as happy as could be, loved loved every second of it. All the attention, all the car rides with Dad. Sure. He loved it. Hey, man. I mean, other than that, anything good for Christmas? I mean, you get some good prizes? Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't really – there really is no – Prizes at this point. Um, no, you didn't. Amy didn't. I mean, get I got you some clothes, some you know. uh, sex coupons, or something like yeah. that. Or? I got some clothes <laughs> and a uh, uh, couple gift cards that were. Uh, Amy's mom really overdoes it. All right. Um, well, well, I got a ga- I got a GameStop gift card, which is sweet. Fuck all that. Which is sweet. You're gonna get the best present right now. Oh, I get a I get a present. You get a present for Christmas, Luke. I sought this out. Found you it. Sought this out. I sought this out. I knew it existed. It feels like a piece of clothing. It is a piece of clothing. I'm guessing. And you're expected to wear it. There's a Caddyshack phrase on it. It is no Caddyshack really? phrase on it. Yeah. But I thought for the show, this was very appropriate. 
stay golden. <laughs> the Golden Girls. <laughs> All I can say for this shirt is, thank you for being a friend. Merry Christmas, sir. Thanks, buddy. See? Isn't that I classy? Will, I will wear this motherfucker. <laughs> I think Estelle Getty's looking pretty good on that shirt, to be honest with you. Yeah, she's in the spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Christmas around here, uh, pretty standard stuff. I, I will say this. Um, you want, a, want a quick story? Um, are you going to tell it to yeah, me anyway? I'm going to tell it to you anyway. Oh, all right. But I'll give you a quick story. So, All right. I'm going to try and say this so I don't have to edit the goddamn show uh, a bunch of times. But um, So Christmas morning... We uh, go to uh, Allison's uh, house, our in-laws, my in-laws' house, and we celebrate Christmas. All right. So um, we are there part of a landscaping company, okay? So I picture this at 9 in the morning where we're all of us eating breakfast. Kids are opening up Christmas presents, and a phone call comes in to do snowplow service that had been done yesterday. Okay. Now, no Merry Christmas, no nothing like that. A phone call comes in like, it's two inches of snow on the ground. You guys got to get here right now. That's the phone call that comes in. Now, obviously, the client is a big client. So the anger in uh, my brother-in-law's face at this particular moment was through the fucking roof because somebody decided that their Christmas was more important than his for a job that had already been done. Okay. Could I mean, he didn't want to go, but we did go. And, I, of course, I volunteered to come help and shovel and all that stuff. So we get there. Uh-huh. The guy said there was two inches on the ground. I'd say a dusting. I wouldn't even call it a quarter inch of anything there. So okay. we basically... Did that and left in 15 minutes. I mean, it was there was nothing there. Yeah, just drive through, drop salt, and go. No, there wasn't even no salt. There was no crust for salt. I mean, it's a big uh, place, but, I mean, there was no effort on our part to clean anything up because there was nothing there. Yeah, nothing stuck. So we get there. You think that the guy that was having a Christmas party and you called them out would come out and say, even just Merry Christmas or something like that. Mm-hmm. Never came out of the house or anything like that. So tore Brennan away to get his trucks and everything like that, to go to this dude's house, spend literally 15 minutes there, and then drive away. So I was uh, with a very cursing Brendan in a pickup truck for a good two hours on Christmas. I, I just don't get some people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do know what you're saying. It's that... Um I think that there is a group of people out there who think very low of themselves. And in order to mask that feeling of of low self-esteem, they need to show dominance, power. That's It was such a power trip. Something to maybe jack up another aspect of their ego. Yeah. I mean, you know Brendan. He's, he's a hothead as it is. Sure. But I mean, like... Seeing him so angry, he was silent, and that's something that takes a lot. Mm. I mean, I was trying to joke with him in the car ride and everything, you know, like, hey, it sure was a cold one. You know, just anything bullshit I could say to him, didn't fucking budge in that that frown. Just wanted to fucking punch the window and everything else. 
I heard the dude on the other end of the phone. Mm-hmm. Just so kinda, point blank, condescending, and, and like, dude, it's it's Christmas, man. You know, not even on Christmas could you. And for what that was, anybody, and I'm talking anybody, sixty seven year old could have gone out with a shovel and just been like, oh, stoops dusted, okay, I'm good, and walk back inside that. Yeah, <laughs> there was nothing there, man. So I, I have a feeling that kind of happened to you this Christmas with the the job and everything like that. I mean, um, well, it's busy as fuck. Yeah. Um, it just, I, I think. A lot has changed since my parents passed away, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to see the shine come off the armor of a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, people, experiences, places. Um, it's kind of sad. Um, I don't, I don't mind getting older. What I do mind is as I get older, the things that I cherished or held are in higher regard than other things aren't always – like I, I give you a perfect example. All right. <clears throat> Guy who was the principal of my high school. Okay. Um, at the time when I was there, priest, stand-up guy, Very treated me very well. All right. Uh, respected him so much, and my dad <clears throat> respected him so much that I called him specifically to do my dad's funeral. Okay, he's a president of the school. He just resigned amid allegations that there was something inappropriate. This is a quote on his mobile device. Okay, so you're, you're basically the same scenario with the teacher that I knew. Yeah. Well, no, but back, no, so. here's the huge difference: is okay. There's no proof of anything at this point. Okay. Okay. Nothing. It could be I, – I had heard there was some – I heard, this, and this is a complete rumor, that it was something racial. Okay. Something so, he said or something he said about a student that – Like a text or something? I don't yeah, know. So this That's, is all up in the air. It was – all that was, was reported was amid sure. allegations of something inappropriate on his – Now, this is a guy who's been through cancer. He's getting up there in years. Okay. I'm hoping – and this is a strange thing to hope, but I'm just hoping he was like, you know what, for the good of the school, and I'm too old to deal with this crap, I'm just going to resign. But I'm seeing online the people talking about him with little boys, uh, talking about him being gay, talking about him looking at porn, talking about him taking pictures of students. Okay. There's no proof of any of this. This wasn't even accused. Yeah. All they said was something inappropriate. Okay, then, now this is they, a Catholic then, school. So inappropriate to a uh, Roman Catholic diocese. Could have been a George diocese. Michael video. I mean, that's a, it, it could be anything. It, it could be something not so bad in the grand scheme of things, but at a Catholic high school maybe is not considered very good. But I'm looking and I'm seeing people tear this guy up. Yeah. And, and it hurts, right? It Well, but it, it, it I'm hoping that, that this guy, it was nothing that's going to take the shine off the armor. Sure. But it just bothers me that there's there's a – and I, I think we're all guilty of it. We immediately jump to a conclusion let based me, on an accusation. Let me ask you this. Did your head – and this might be unfortunate. Did it immediately go to worst-case scenario when you heard the stuff? No, no. I ran through a lot of scenarios. Like I went – I wonder what's on there. 
you know, what's inappropriate. Because lately, like when I ever hear something, I'm like always you immediately go, all right, this guy did something terrible. And well, no, I, I, I honestly with this guy, I don't think I, it's going to shock I hope you're me right. if if it's true, if so, it's true, because that's the guy, why I had that big problem, because I would never I would have never guessed the dude did that stuff. And, yeah, yeah. But this teacher, is a nice guy who sits yeah. in a bar. I'm talking about a guy who was a priest. My principal sure. uh, was a. Very, very big supporter of like the wrestling team, mm-hmm. and to this day, I see him. I'd see him, and he knew he remembers me and talks to me about my life. And you know, this is the guy that I told you when I told you the when I was in porn story mm-hmm. that told me, "Okay, stay out of porn, <laughs> stay out of the porn business." Okay, so this is like, hey, I like the guy, yeah. and I, I appreciate what he did for that school. He built it from a, you know, a three hall shithole yeah into a freaking complex i mean he he really improved that school we're in a weird period of time don't you think it's strange i and some of it's for the good and betterment but the other side of the coin what is making things better can be used for bad if that makes any sense oh i know exactly what you yeah and i posted something the other day about rose mcgowan going off on uh uh, what's her head? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Because she didn't like the way she was protesting. Because she was protesting and basically said, you had to have known. And your silence like is yeah. what's wrong. And I'm like. Now, there's a, a possibility she could have, but you can't accuse somebody. But she you know, just, but you, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. And yeah. you are you don't like the her level of commitment to your cause, mm-hmm. essentially. And that was my big thing a couple months ago. I'm like, when somebody doesn't stand up. For your cause, like you can't, you know, immediately think that they're completely against it, right? Well, but yeah. even she was doing it in support, and she was like, "Well, it's not going to, you know." Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do? Wear his wife's clothes? I'm like, "What are we blaming the guy's wife for? What did she do?" Yeah, she didn't rape anybody. It's not like she was holding people down while Harvey raped people. But I was mm-hmm. like, "Wait a minute! Didn't didn't Rose McGowan?" She took a payout. Took yeah. a payout. She took a payout, but she also had an NDA, so I guess she could have been sued if. She said anything, but well, she didn't you, have that, to sign that. If you're so committed, Rose, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not I'm not tearing down Rose for I'm, what she I, did. I'm just saying, shut your mouth when you're talking to other people. When she did this NDA. She was basically like 21 and young. Oh, I don't want to hear I, that yeah, I don't know. I don't, younger people are you're younger people. committed to the you're, so, uh, fine. But just yeah. accept the fact that you made no, mistakes. I don't too disagree with you. In your yeah. approach. It just it's it's how it's many people be- took payouts and it's shut become up and, this. It's become this f- snake pit. Yeah. And the best thing you can do is just sit in the corner. I mean, they're, they're, they want Matt Damon out of movies because he said that touching a, a woman's butt at work is a little bit different than a child molester. And somebody some, – I, I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. Go ahead, I talked about it on this show where I yeah. said there's levels yeah. of – you know, I'm there's not a, saying one is good and one is bad, but I'm saying that they're – Raping a woman is a little different than uh, buying a woman a dildo. The, the, um, the, Alyssa Milano was the one that responded to him. And her response was pretty good. I will say that. You responded to Matt Damon? Yeah, responded to Matt Damon's uh, thing. Well, I know that Mini Driver driver went off on him. Alyssa Milano went off on him. And uh, she wrote this thing on Twitter. But it was like a thing she wrote. She said it links to whatever she wrote. Okay. And she basically... Put it into perspective as like, 
touching a butt or jerking off in some in front of somebody, yeah, they're both bad. And yes, they're both levels of of terrible stuff, mm-hmm. right? Regardless, but it all stems from being terrible. And one doesn't go without the other. You know, touching a butt will eventually lead to something else for some people. It's what they can start off with for these actresses. Mm, that's not And whether you believe it or not, so it, not true because that's basically I, saying that anybody who has said something inappropriate to someone at work eventually will rape. No, see, I think what she was getting at is that if you feed into the idea of touching a butt is, haha, that's fine, then you're letting somebody get away with something mild. But that's not that, what he said. That gives them the invitation to proceed. Said. That's not what he said. I, I'm not just... I'm, I know, but I'm that's just what going off of what she's All going. he said was there were different along the spectrum. Sure. There are different levels of severity. Yep. And he basically said, you know, saying something inappropriate to someone at work is a little bit different than... Holding down Badge dialogue. I would love to hear your conversation about this. I, I, so, yeah. and I just don't. And maybe, maybe read he, her article. Read her stuff. It was very well worded when she responded. Wrong. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he's wrong. And but I they're treating him like he is part of the problem. Like he was this rapist that went in, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they're they're tearing this guy up. And I'm like, just say, hey, you shouldn't have said that. Say it privately. Yeah. Don't roast him publicly. I mean. Uh, everyone went after him, and but that, that's, that's what they're that's doing. The, they're going after the weird, everybody. They're going. It's like a snake pit. That snake that eats that's its own the, tail. That's the weird side we we live in right now. Because I imagine we can get lambasted for certain things that we're saying just from our friends. And I, I wanted to do one thing before we wrap up the show for 2017. Show me and your dick. Well, <laughs> if you're gonna after jerk the, off in front of me, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Up, but there's a there's a great segment from Seinfeld. Uh, from the Festivus episode called The Airing of Grievances, and I would like to air some grievances out for 2017. Okay. If you don't mind. Sure. And you, you, I know I just sprung this on you now, but if you got something in the back of your head, I'll go first. Go ahead. I think the biggest pet peeve, the biggest complaint, the biggest grievance I have with people in 2017 has been a continuing trend of people getting worked up over the little things. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw quite a few examples today, but here's one. There was a L.A. Times magazine. I think it came with the paper, some insert magazine cover. Okay. And it had Jessica Chastain on it. I think she was in that um, uh, that uh, Afghanistan movie. I can't think of the name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty or something like that. Mm. Um, Anyway, on the cover of this magazine was five white actresses. Mm. And the article was about actresses. These are the new wave of actresses in the the scene. Okay. Like that. Okay. Seems pretty harmless. They went after L.A. Times. I don't don't know if it's L.A. Times. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's the name, but it was an L.A. magazine. I don't know what the name of it is. But they went after him because there wasn't a black actress present on the cover. Now, I get it. I really do get it because everybody wants a seat at the table. And I think everyone should get a seat at the table. But I don't think the article or the cover was ever meant to be a malicious smite against black actresses. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't think the photographer put more than two cents of thought like, oh, shit. We don't, I don't have think a black. photographer picked them. And, well, let's let's just go on. For the people that were really upset about this cover, how come the Asians weren't represented? How come the Mexicans were like you see the trickle down effect? And yes, there should be every nationality in theater and music and art. Let me, let me, let me but ask you this: This is so not important. Well, it, in the grand scheme, well, that's of my things. point. Is first off. Everything doesn't have to include everybody. That's okay. <laughs> it 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 blew my mind. That's that people... the, this is the land of participation trophies. Do you want? Do you do you really want us to put a black person? Like okay, what's the NFL rule? You have to interview a minority candidate whenever you're hiring a coach. And one of the guys came forward. He goes, "Well, I don't want to just get interviewed because I'm black. If I have no chance of getting the job, that's the most, the biggest waste of time." And it went on. Let me let, okay. me, let me add. You say you add. say everybody wants a seat at the table, but apparently this table is something that I've never even heard of or seen, <laughs> and you can't even remember the publication. No. I so can't. is this the but table you need to fight over? This is going. This is going to my secondary point. Okay. Again. I believe in stuff like affirmative action. I think there needs to be laws in place to make sure that there's at least a playing field that people can get involved. Because if you didn't have some of the shit in place, people would abuse the system. It's proven. That's not affirmative action. Well, you know, Affirmative saying, action is like requiring someone to include a certain percentage of I'm, minorities simply because they're minorities. In colleges and stuff like that. No, across it, the board. I'm just saying in colleges in general, that's where I usually see if you, you could see people denying applications because it's happened in the past. We know that these uh, segregated narratives coming from people have happened in the past. We don't want to see it happen again. Now, eventually, I hope we get to a point where that doesn't need to exist. I don't think we're there. You can't legislate people's thoughts. No, you can't. But okay. you, you can legislate people from automatically saying, oh, not included, not included, not included. I don't like that. I don't think people that are in, in positions of power should be able to abuse that power based on their own bigotry. People that but are here's, that way this, shouldn't be getting to positions of power. But th- but That's this goes, the problem. This goes back to what I'm saying is that shit to me matters where this magazine cover that no one will remember. You just said it yourself. You said, I don't remember the title. There's a reason I don't remember the title because this happened like three days ago and now it's gone. It belongs to the ether. No one's going to remember it. It's gone next week, New Year's, people are going to get drunk, and this will be not even a footnote. It's not even a post-it. No one's going to give a shit. And I think in 2017, that happened more than any other year I can imagine. Oh, uh, people giving shit about nothing. Dude, fight the good about, fight. Oh, did, There's no right. good fight. Fight I will, the good I will fight. back up your, your airing of grievance. All right. Uh, I saw it today. A school... I don't know where it is because it was a video. I didn't watch it, but it had the headline. <laughs> it grabbed you. It had the headline, like a quote from it. They have eliminated the use of the word freshman to promote gender equality. <laughs> they are now using the term first-year student. Wait, okay, I've heard the first-year student thing. I didn't realize that was because. That's why this school did it. I don't know otherwise. Because at Lewis, they, they don't say freshman, sophomore, junior. I remember they corrected my speech. Back at Lewis, back when I was going there, he's not a fr- he's not a freshman. He's a first year student. They're a second year student. They're, I'm like, no, no, really? they're keeping sophomore, junior, and senior. Oh, okay, this wasn't they're just getting rid semantics. of freshmen because Lewis the, was semantics. They're it, getting rid of freshmen because the word man is in it. Oh my god! 
forgetting the fact that in the name woman, there's man in it. That's the George Carlin bit. He's like, so I'm supposed to call that thing in the the street a person hole cover? I think that's getting a little uh, carried away, don't you think? <laughs> but that is that's a person hole cover, Luke. What in God's name are they fixing by doing that? I read the comments. Okay, I think I posted. Oh my God! I read the comments. There was not one comment, Can and there was like three hundred. Is it oh, real? It was a news story. Oh my God! There was, but there was like three hundred comments, and not a single it one sounds in like, support. It of sounds this. like the onion. It sounds like the onion. I, somebody posted. Is this an onion thing? It's, I think I think Mr. Zagrosi posted that. It it, oh my it is it is it is baffling oh to me. It is baffling to me. Well, that's that's 2017 in a nutshell. Yep. And people need to care about actual injustices, and they don't. This is this is shit that sidetracks everybody, and it's not for the betterment of anything. It has become. Luke's a conservative. I'm a liberal. Jonah's a big liberal. It, but. We fight for the things that we believe. I think you're more believe. liberal than Jonah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So you're a big liberal. Maybe. Maybe. I don't mind. I, it's become It's become. But I hate that side of, if you want to call it liberalism, that is terrible. And it needs to go away. Because you know what? That's the shit that people focus it on. It has become the snake eating its own tail. Yeah. The whole Me Too thing has become infighting between them, blaming each other, who's who's... Who cares more? And that's who an important cares cause. the right way. Rosie, or right? Rose McGowan tearing into Alyssa Milano, and Alyssa Milano tearing into Matt Dame, and these the men coming out in support, and then getting shot down because we don't need your support, or men coming out in support and saying, "Oh, I know you knew." At least you and me can agree that's an important topic. Sure, it's an important. That topic. stuff doesn't need sure. to exist, but you know? it's become it's become a point where your shit infighting is now destroying. Any goodwill yeah. you've established. And at the same time, these men who are doing this sort of thing are the ones that I have to sit and then argue about when someone tells me that if I kissed a woman without asking permission, I sexually assaulted her. <laughs> Look, that's what I was told, okay? I've, I've brought this up before. And I'm sitting there going, really? I didn't, like, grab her and, like, force the kiss, okay? There was a moment. Yeah. I didn't want to ruin the moment with stupid words. You know? <laughs> And if she would have rejected you, I'm sure you would have backed away. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, you know, and then I would have done what every decent guy would do, which would be would be (laughs) bad mouth her to people and say I got further than I did. (laughs) That hussy. Oh, man. So any other uh, airing of grievances in 2017? Uh, I think that was my biggest one. I, I hated that. You. Besides me. Um, <laughs> How was your Aaron grievances last dude, year? <laughs> you, you know, I I think my biggest grievance, I guess, is the fact that uh, I years I enjoy I I my big one of my big grievances in 2017 was the uh, uninterrupted attacks on Trump. About things that absolutely do oh, not suck. matter. No, the not mattering side of things. Yeah, um, and I've said, like I've said before, <laughs> I've said before to keep your eye on the ball because yeah. remember we this, talked about yeah. this a while back, and you're like, oh, I think he's close to, sit. and then yet we still are here. Well, I I will say 
because as much as I've read about they it, they take pictures of their Christmas decorations and then rip on them. And there's a whole series yeah, well, of articles about again, it. Again, and they take they I, take a picture of his of his selfie that he took, and then they rip on him. I'm pretty and they sure take, they make fun of his tweets. He's going to die of cholesterol or something like that. They 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 talk about the desserts that he had at the. Okay, <laughs> but this is the shit that He's, this is the did shit. Did he get bigger? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't pay. I, I don't matter. pay a lick of attention but to the guy. Looks like he got a little bit. The guy's a complete idiot. I don't pay attention to him. But if people want him out of office, well, the, the, it's 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 either going to happen or it's not. If he fires Mueller, he probably going to be. If big. they would have laid off all the dumb shit, mm-hmm. I'm guessing See, we never talked about Mike Flynn, ago. and we're almost at the end of the show. And I wanted to talk Mike Rodney asked for net neutrality, but I mean, like that's that's all subjects that. Can wait for another time, but I, I, you know, going to Trump, I now have a, um, you know, I never wanted to give the guy a chance to start off with. I was anti giving him a chance. I don't like. I didn't like him as a person well before he ever decided to run for president. I haven't liked him well, since he was in Home Alone too. Or I, I, I just, I dislike the dude because I don't like. The yeah, whole narcissistic like personality like involved with him. I hated the show The Apprentice. I'm like, what? This fucking clown's going to be the president? Fuck that guy. It's just a joke. It's not going to happen. But I digress because I never, ever wanted to see the USA going into some downward spiral. Sure. And I honestly believe he is, if not the worst, top three worst presidents of all time. I This guy... He has done nothing to prove to me that he has got any kind of that is yeah that is not even something you need to say because yeah. we've we both agree that Trump is a terrible president. But well, the whole he, but point I think of he's, my he's grievance, hurting the United States. But the, you know? okay, but yes. the whole point of my grievance I agree with is your grievance. Your grievance silly, is solid. All the crap, the silly enough stuff that diverts the attention of what is actually yeah. important. Jonas said it too. They keep your eye on the prize because because you're you, yeah. you guys want. Liberals and most Republicans alike want the dude impeached. That's fine if you want him impeached. No, but have something to impeach him on. I don't want him focus on I the never, things that are impeachable. Then, and I'll say this right: yeah, get, I don't want him to get impeached if there's nothing to impeach him for. You can't impeach him for golfing. You can't get, impeach him for being a over, shitty president. Get over yeah. the, the 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 silly shit yeah, that people talk. I mean, I talk about that fucking tweet that he sent out that people talked about for a week. Kofefe. Yeah. <laughs> And they still fucking talk about it. <laughs> they still bring it up. I still have seen it. Because he's having go, a stroke in the middle of his typing. <laughs> right. And that's, that dominates the news. And that is proof right there. Oh, my God, dude. Um, well, I just want to wish everybody out there a uh, happy 2018. There are shit I, I loved in 2017. Don't, don't get me wrong. It wasn't all a shit show. Uh, I like doing this show. I know we didn't get to do it too often. Uh, Jonah hasn't done it in like two years. (laughs) I do appreciate everyone still tuning in. I appreciate all the other gangs doing their shows. Um, I love the stuff that you have. Before we before we go, um, Summer and Claire uh, have a segment on their show called uh, Ask Mama Claire. It's very similar to Dr. Luke. Uh, And I wanted Dr. Luke's two cents on this one before we go. Um, uh, The question was, what does semen taste like? To which Claire responded... It's like licking an envelope. And I think I laughed for about 10 minutes. So, uh, Dr. Luke, the same question applies. What does semen taste like? You want to find out? <laughs> I knew you were good for something. 
listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. Um, that just happened. Something Gate, The Vag Dialogues, Hooking Up, Man Woman Movie, uh, In Toxic Comics, Dosh Drunks, and the rotating Death Star in the Sky that you don't see coming until it's too late. You're going to get a disease. Anything else, brother? Yeah. For Luke and the dismembered Jonah, go get a disease, everybody. <laughs>